Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Bullshit Podcast. We get your weekly dose of fitness talk, food talk, and bullshit. Here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. This is Ramsey. Uh, Natasha is on break this week for... I don't even know why she's on break this week, but she's definitely not in town. So... I decided to go solo, solo to keep the show going. Um, so, the topic for today will be, and a lot of different people have done many different topics like this. So, this isn't the first, but it's definitely insightful nonetheless. Um, so, you're getting ready for your first powerlifting meet, or what it entails, and what what you do. So. Um, a lot of people in powerlifting is getting pretty, getting pretty popular, you know, it's ever since the raw and everything like that. And it's one of those fun things that people like to do, you know, to say that they did it. Um, anybody, a lot of people just want to try to see what they can do on a platform under some rules. And that is cool and more the merrier. And when we do that, so what do we need to do to prepare or get ready for our first meet? Um, the first thing is, is hopefully you're training already. You're in the gym, hopefully. Hopefully you don't decide to do a meet this sitting on your ass on the couch at your house. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go do that. More than likely, you're probably in a gym already doing some kind of program or doing something um, lifting related. Um, so hopefully you have a base of what you're starting from. Um, I do not recommend just going cold. And people have, but I wouldn't recommend going cold. Just um, not working out one day to all of a sudden trying to maximize your three lifts. Um, generally doesn't work out that well. and. Um, I wouldn't do it. So hopefully you're training right now or working out or however you want to find it. Hopefully that's happening. Um, so the next thing is kind of has some easy fruit, right? So you decide you're going to do a powerful Told your friends, your family, you're going to do this thing. So how do you start? How do you go about it? Well, YouTube is very helpful people. Uh, there's a lot of shit on there um, that you can get for free. You can go on there and just type in powerlifting, and you will have thousands of videos and, res and resources. That, that just boom, they're there. Everywhere from getting ready for your first meet to what you should do for your first meet. Um, you have people on there talking crap about federations and what not to do, and da 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 da, or who to lift with, who not to lift with, or how to train. So there's a lot, a lot of easy information to be had um, by getting on YouTube and just searching around. Me personally, um, I've been training in a gym and just working out. I tried, I tried CrossFit for six months. Um, and wanted to do something kind of competitive. And then I just so happened to see a sh just a short little video 
on YouTube from um, from a powerlifter and about how to go about doing their first meet. And it was like, oh, I always wanted to do that. So I watched it. I got intrigued and I went from there. So YouTube is huge. Another other thing is, you know, if you're thinking about doing powerlifting, you've probably heard it from somebody else or seen somebody else doing it in a gym or a training center. So how about you walk your heavy ass over there and talk to them? Say, hey, how did you get into this? What do I need? What do you recommend? Ask questions. Learn a little bit about it before you just do it. Um, so you've already been training. You've gotten some information off YouTube. Or talk to another fellow meathead powerlifter, and now you need to start training for that meet. You need to start prioritizing the squat, bench, and deadlift in your training. You're not going to be able to do CrossFit and then just show up and be able to do a powerlifting meet. I mean, you can, but you're not going to be at your best. So, Start training specific to the sport in which you're going to compete in. Um, there again, YouTube, huge, tons and tons and tons of tons of videos and explaining on different programs, different ways you can get ready, and just find you one that you think, oh, I can follow that one or I can do that one. Um I make sense. This is what I'm gonna do. This is the template I'm gonna follow, and just and just stick to it and go. Um, no sense in making it too complicated on your first go. Um, another option is if you have the money, you can hire a coach, both maybe in person if you're lucky to be in a gym that's got a bunch of powerlifters, or you could definitely hire a virtual one, one that just does programming and and form critiques and stuff online. There's quite a few ones out there that are reasonable. There's are quite a few of, quite a bit of high-level ones, too. So there's tons of options. So you found your program. You're starting to train. So the next big thing on your mind is um, federations. There are... Tons of federations out there. Oodles. Um, the big ones that everybody kind of alludes to are the USAPL, the USPA, and those are some some giant federations out there. They're really great for newcomers to get into. Really good. They get tons of meets all over the place. Um, and you start looking at that fed more specifically around the rules of what they allow what they don't allow some federations do things and have different rules than others that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad doesn't necessarily mean it's good but pick the mode um for example me i got such a bulky round chest and, and not really incredibly mobile so uh, when I was looking at all the different federations and stuff, I picked the USAPL because they allowed you to lift your head off the bench when you benched. You know, simple, 
rule that I was like, okay, that I do that anyway, so I don't need any rules. I have to relearn how to bench with my head on the on the bench. So I was like, okay, I'll do that one. Plus, they allow you for your feet to be on your toes. USAPL, you know, you got to be flat. So, you know, it's just little subtle rules in there. Um, and you pick your fed. And it doesn't have to be your fed forever. You're not getting married. You can change. You can go to different federations, find different places, different styles, different ways of doing it. Um, those two federations are combo squat you know, so you have to walk your squats out. There's other federations where you can use a mono. And you don't have to walk your squat out. So there's a lot of options out there. But find one, pick one. Once you pick one, look at membership costs and meat costs. But they do cost money. You do have to pay the meat directors. They don't do this shit for free. So once you you got your fed, you you. Paid your membership and your dues and all that stuff. Um, look on their website. Look for the meet and, the, and what time frame in which you're going to be looking at to be doing it. Now, general rule of thumb, give yourself 16 to 12 weeks to kind of prepare for that meet. Um, a lot of your templates that you find online anyway are set up in 12, 16 or 12 weeks templates because that's kind of a standard given peaking phase or peaking for me it's pretty universally everybody splits it up that way so it's easy to find so give yourself 16 to 12 weeks to prepare um i also recommend if you pick the federation and you're going to do that federation you gave yourself time part of the preparation is how about you pick one that's close drive up there and watch it i did this before my first competition because i want to know the pace i want to know how it was handled how people moved how the platform got turned over um and you learn a lot you go there you sit there and watch and you say, okay, and you kind of key in on some of the things. Some federations don't have um, lifting casts, which is a digital board of who's up next and da 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 Some don't. I, my recent one, I went to a smaller one in Ohio, and they did not have a lifting cast, which was super confusing. And there was loud as shit in there, people calling names, and I almost pulled somebody else's deadlift. So, you know, just go there. Try to figure out that wasn't a new federation, different from the one I usually lifted at. So that was a surprise. So no surprises are a are a fucking bonus. Don't be surprised. It's your first one. You don't want to freak out. So found your fed, you picked your day, you got enough time to prepare for it. So next thing I would recommend is find yourself with quote unquote a handler. What a handler in powerlifting sense is someone who's going to be there with you at the meet to help you in whatever capacity in which you need to be helped. Um, handlers, the biggest benefit is they keep your ass on track. You don't have to worry about getting ready, warming up in the back room, and then trying to keep an eye on where you're at in the, in the lineup. 
So um, that person will be there to help you, guide you through that. Um, it doesn't have to be seasoned or hugely um, knowledgeable person. It can just be a, be a fucking friend. Just anybody. You know, they just got to help keep you in line and on track. Um, help you load your weights in the warm-up room. Help you carry in your food. Help you with just being there to calm your nerves. It's helpful. It's beneficial. I suggest you do it. It's it's an easy one to have for it. It's an easy one to do for a less stressful fucking day. Let me tell you that. So, so you've prepared, got your buddy, you're going to the meet, know when you need to check in, read the meet, the, the meet notes. As soon as you sign up for a meet, they will tell you when weigh-ins are, what time, when you need to be there. I suggest you show up fucking early to make sure that you just don't feel rushed. You want to take your time with it, Right. You don't want to go in there and get sped through it and, and start stressing out because you're already going to be stressed out. If people say they ain't stressed out about their first meet, they're fucking lying to you. They are lying to you because what we all fear is really doing a catastrophic fuck up and looking stupid. So we, we all fear it. It's the truth. So let's take care of your controllables where you don't have to worry about at least fearing and being rushed, going through check-ins. Show up early, check stuff in, to go through your gear, and make sure everything's approved, make sure everything's good. They weigh in, they put you in class. And the one thing you will have to watch, I don't know if all federations are this way, but the ones that I'm familiar with, you have to give them your openers, okay? that are, That is your first attempt in each of your lifts, your squat, bench, your deadlift. Word to the right, wise. It, I had to tell a guy this other the other day at the gym that he's so worried about, okay, what should I open with? Should I can do this or do that? And I just told him straight up, I said, fuck your openers. Fuck them. You should do some shit that you could do for three to four times on a, on a, on a rainy, blowing, cold afternoon in fucking Antarctica. Rather than stressing about what your first your first attempts would be, no one gives a no one gives a flying fuck what your opener is. They care about your third. It's a confidence thing. You go in there, you hit something easy, you build confidence. You take your ass back to the room. Then you go, okay, that felt good. I'm gonna do this. There's nothing worse than saying like, oh, I I did this in the gym, so I'm gonna open with this. And you get there, and it was a shit show. Traffic was fucking everywhere. You got there late. You rushed through. You didn't think. They threw out your knee wraps because they were not improved. And now you're hyped and you're whatever, and you go up there for your opener, and it buries your ass. Now you're in deep shit. So make it easy. Get it on the board. Do a little chip. Just get it on the green. You don't got to go hole-in-one on the first one. I hope everybody got this, because I don't want to ever be asked again about an opener. What should I open with? It doesn't matter. Be more concerned about where you end up on your third. 
And we've hit a lot on, you know, equipment checking. So no, when you're picking your federation, no, know the stuff that's allowed and not allowed. Do some research. These people are not going to explain explain to you to the day of, right? You're going to need a singlet, okay? No, it's not wrestling. No, it's weird, but you have to have one. There's tons of them out there. Bargain shop, borrow one from a friend, do whatever you need to do. In you're allowed to have a belt. It's got to be certain measurements, certain thicknesses, whatever. You'd have shoes, okay? Do you squat with an elevated heel? Do you not squat with an elevated heel? Do you have a flat shoe? Your choice, but you have to have shoes. Deadlift socks, which I don't know why we call them deadlift socks because they're just they're just knee high socks. You just need to have socks high enough because what we don't want people to do is bleeding on the bar. If you bleed on the bar, there's that shit called AIDS and all that good stuff. And you know, people get weird about that sort of thing. So wear some knee high socks or deadlift socks, break those. Do you need wrist straps? You wear wrist straps when you bench. You don't have to. But if you got them, bring them. And this one's this one's a funny one, but you know, your underwear. Because certain underwear it's not allowed. Dudes, can't wear your boxers under your sink. Sorry. Can't do it. Plus you wouldn't want to anyway. Shit bunches. It's not it's not pleasant. Um can't wear any kind of spandex or anything like that because it all it might offer you some slidentary advantage, but check and be like, hey, what can I wear under my sink? Most federations say you don't have to wear anything under it. And that's that's the safest play for me, ladies and gentlemen. I go with I go I free ball it in my sling. So it's tight enough, there'll be support. Um with the equipment, this is very critical and crucial is if it's your first time, don't bring out tape measures or do all this weird shit. Just look on the Federation's website because they have sponsors. Okay, those sponsors pay that federation money to hold their meets, which that federation very kindly accepts. But when they do that, they accept the sponsor's equipment as approved. Pretty simple. Go on the website, be like, hey. Look at down at the very bottom of the page of most ones, and they'll say what they're sponsored by. And if you're going to buy any stuff, buy that shit. Because the judges and stuff, when they're checking in, they're going to look at it. They're going to see the brand name. They're going to be like, okay, good to go. They're not going to question it. They look at the brand. It's approved. They move on. Okay. You get dicey when you go to Walmart and you buy some knee wraps, which I did. Okay. And I had a squat sleeves, which thankfully... I had bought them because I want to save my knees, but it, it saved the day. So, you know, check, check the Federation's rules, allowable equipment, not allowable equipment. Um, I'm not going to get into a whole lot of different things. I'm not getting into like geared lifting, which is a completely different thing. I'm just going to keep it raw with you. 
And you can do sleeves. You can do no sleeves. You can do wraps. You can do whatever you need to do. Okay. But just make sure the shit is approved by the Federation and you can take it in the building and you can use it because you don't want to be freaking out. Also, it's going to be a long day. Okay. Yes, it's only three lifts per. It's only three tenths per three lifts. It's only nine, but you got 45 to 90 other people there. Some meets are big, like states or nats or whatever, nationals. They, they have 300 people doing this shit. So it's going to be a long day. It's going to move fast, but it's going to be long. You want to, you're going to spend all day there. So don't say like, oh, I'm going to go do this meet and then plan something at noon. That's not, you're not going to make it. Not even if you do bench only, you're not going to make it. So prepare to be there all day. That being said, bring water. Water, water, water. I see a lot of people out there. Drinking goddamn energy drinks like like nobody's business. You you still need to be hydrated. Bring water. Drink water. Bring some salt or bring some uh, soy sauce so you have some sodium intake so you ain't cramping up when you go to for your third bench attempt. Okay. Plan a little bit. Bring food. All right. The food that you bring, make sure it's just not weird shit. That you don't usually eat. Like if you're like. If you went through your whole damn. Prep. Up to this meat. And you said well I'm not. And you said I'm not have hamburgers. That meat day is not the day for hamburger. It will. It will jack your stomach up. You already got enough shit going on. And last thing you will need to worry about. Is having nerves and your stomach. Being legitimately fucked up. That's a recipe for a wardrobe change. If you know what I'm saying. Okay, so bring plenty of food and plenty of water. Okay, food you want to make just eat carbs, bring a protein shake, eat carbs, but don't be stupid and eat fucking sour patch kids, shit like that. Because you know, that's just gonna just take your insulin levels for a fucking ride. You're just gonna be up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Fast digesting carbs. I love. Rice cakes. Rice cakes are, are nummy. And not only are they nummy, but they got salt on them. So there goes, there's some sodium. Okay. Don't, don't take any crazy supplements. Okay. You think, oh, you went all day. Uh, you went all meat prep and you didn't take any pre-workout. But you decided to do pre-workout on fucking meat day. That's not a good idea. Keep it normal. Eat the same foods you've been eating. Drink plenty of water. Bring music. Your headphones, which I don't know why I'm telling anybody this, because every time I walk down the street, usually people have them in their fucking ears anyway. But something to kind of pass the time in between your shit, okay? You want to stay calm. You want to stay out kind of on a level. You don't want to be too amped all day because if you do that, you just you're gonna deplete yourself. And when you get to your deadlift, you're just gonna be trashed out. So food, water. Okay. Also, too, bring a change of clothes. Let's be honest. 
there are waterworks sometimes, both men and female. You could have a bowel movement. Let's just be honest. Hopefully, it's not on your first rodeo because you're not straining so damn hard that this shit would happen, but it can happen. So be comfortable, bring it. And you know what? If it happens, don't be fucking embarrassed about it because you know what? A lot of people do it. And you know what? To be completely honest, it's a badge of honor. Okay. You're straining so hard and you're pushing so hard that you lost control of your your bowels. That's a fucking accomplishment. That and passing out. Or getting nosebleeds. Those are cool shit. Powerlifters are weird. I don't know what to say. But it's commendable, at least to me. I'm like, well, damn, you know, that's someone gave it their all. You know, and there is no judgment. There's no other way to give your all than that to happen. So, but prepare for it in case it does happen. I know women, um, especially women who've had children, have a weaker pelvic floor. Okay. And it and it happens. And it's okay. The meat directors know it's possibly gonna happen. They have got wipes, they got everything there to clean the platform when it's done. They are prepared for this shit to go down. So just make sure you're prepared. If you got to change, you change, you know, no big deal. No one's going to look at you weird. Everybody there's probably wishing they had your fucking lift anyway. So, fuck them. Oh, I think I covered just about everything with this. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty pleased on how I went through that one. I tackled that one, if I don't say so myself, which I'm talking to myself. <laughs> so, um, honestly, though, it's a great sport. It's amazing people in it. You're going to meet some really cool people. Um, and it's fun to be in a building where there's just, a, there's a lot of people there that are sharing a goal, same goal as you. Everybody in there is trying to do the absolute best they can on that day. And there's something about that. There's some camaraderie in that. You're going to strike up conversations in the warm up room. You're going to meet people. It's it's a it's a great time. It really is a good time. So there again, just to wrap it all up. If you're doing your first meet, make sure you've trained a little bit before you decide to do this thing. Get on YouTube, talk to powerlifters, figure some things out. Find yourself a program to follow through the time period. Make sure you're you're prioritizing your squat, your bench, and your deadlift. Find a fed, research them, find everything you need to know the rules, know the equipment that's acceptable. Go watch a meet, you know. You pick you pick a just then pick a day to do the deed. Find yourself a friend. And that's not guaranteed either. You can do it alone. I just wouldn't recommend it. But find you a friend to take with you. Keep you on track. Be early. Don't give a don't give one thought about openers. Just pick something easy. That you there's nothing funner than if you pick a slow ass opener, like a low opener. You hit it easy and then you jump fifty pounds because it might change the order, which throws everybody off. So that's even can be to your benefit. So don't worry about your openers. Just go in there, do what you can do. Save your failures for the third. Which, if it's your first meet, don't fail. Just, just do it. You'll have enough shot. 
make sure you're you got all your equipment the night before pack your bag make sure things in the right order make sure you got everything make sure it fits the reg regulations make sure it's properly set up for everything so bring food bring water make sure it's the same shit you normally eat don't do some weird crazy shit on the last on your meat day and then pack some extra clothes just in case something happens you know it's always good to be prepared um so that's kind of all nutshell um i don't know if it was more boring me talking to me then with Natasha being here, but whatever. Like I said, the show must go on. I don't want to take a hiatus and want to keep it rolling. So <laughs> Natasha being a fighter, she generally is, you know, not powerlifter driven. So this is an opportunity for me to talk about the shit that I like to talk about. So had an opportunity. Got her done. Hope you all have a great week. And we will talk at you later. Bye. If you find our podcast in any way informative or comical, please like, share, and subscribe so you never miss another podcast. Please share this episode with your friends and your family and tag us on Instagram at renaissance.fitness and ramsey.johnson5. We will see y'all later. Bye.